You're listening to Side Hustle Pro, the podcast that teaches you to build and grow a side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikayla Matthews. So let's get started. Hey, hey, welcome back to Side Hustle Pro. You're listening to episode six, and I am thrilled to introduce today's guest, YouTube personality C.C. Whether it's recapping the latest episode of Love and Hip Hop or reviewing the hottest new music and gossip in pop culture, C.C. is an all-around entertainer, and she's trailblazing across YouTube and Facebook right now with over four million views combined. Her hilarious videos, like her Beyonce Lemonade recap, has garnered the attention of the likes of People Magazine and more. And as if her talent in front of the camera isn't already enough, she also has skills behind the camera as a videographer and editor for various artists, including Chrisette Michelle, Maya, and Kiki Palmer. If you haven't heard of C yet, I'm telling you, now is the time to become a member of the rapidly growing C Hive. Today on the show, she's breaking down how to create and build a brand as a YouTube personality. So let's get into it. Welcome to the show, C. Hey, everybody. Thank you for having me. Of course. So how are you doing? I am doing very, very well. It's a little gloomy oh. out here in L.A., but um, oh. I'm going to try to make the best of it today. <laughs> all right. All right. So I thought we could start off with you telling us a little bit about your story. You know, how did you get started on YouTube? How and when did you get started? Um, I started YouTube um, in 08. Um, I I think YouTube kind of I think YouTube kind of surfaced maybe around '06, um, but I didn't get on until about '08, and I kind of saw that this was a, a platform to, to kind of be creative. I'm an only child, so I've always kind of been one to entertain myself. And um, when I saw that you can kind of create video and edit it and, and put it on this platform and people watch, and I was like, I have to get into this. Um, so. What I used to do before the vlogging style, <clears throat> I used to create these music videos, and they're all gone now. Um, <laughs> I've, I've since deleted them. <laughs> but um, it was just really a way for me to just be creative. I, I'm, I'm a very um, a creative person, at least I like to think so. And um, it was a way for me to stay out of trouble. Um, so I would hear a song and um, kind of create my own concept for the video and I would set up the shots and then I would go to the computer and edit it. And it was just fun for me. So that's how I started on YouTube. That's how and when. Um, but the videos that you see now, the more vlogging style, the more of me being a, a personality in front of the camera kind of, I did that. Um, I started that back in 2012. I was in college and um, studying theater. And I just kind of figured a way to kind of take what I do on the stage and take and put it on camera and put it on the internet. So um, that kind of started. That's how that all that kind of started. So, yeah. Okay. So you went to Florida A&M to study theater. Yeah. Did you always want to pursue acting and performance? And how has vlogging helped you to do that? Yeah, I, I wanted to, uh, I say I, I kind of fell in love with theater and acting and performing in high school um, when I joined the, uh, the drama club and then I was in the class and everything, but that's when I really fell in love with it. Um, and maybe it was always in me, but high school really brought it out. Um, but 
but um, vlogging, uh, yes, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely helped um, helped me to be a better performer. Um, I, I didn't want to stay on stage when I kind of transitioned into college and, and studying theater. It's kind of more so they teach you how to act on stage. Um, but I'm kind of, I wanted to be on TV and do films. So um, being in front of the camera and then putting it on YouTube, it definitely helps you, um, uh, I guess, uh, helps. I guess it's helped me to kind of learn how to act in front of the camera because um, it's different from the stage. Got it. And so do you currently work full time as well as vlog? If so, how are you juggling yeah. it all? Yeah, well, I <laughs> I have a number of jobs. Um, well, um, like you like you mentioned um, earlier, I I do do the videography, so that that puts a pretty penny in my pocket. Um, and um, on on the side, I also do substitute teaching when I when I when I feel like being around the kids. No, I'm I love the kids, but <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I do that, and um, and then you know when I when I have my other uh, eight, eight or nine hours free for the day. I come back here and, uh, hook up my little video. So, um, it's a, I have a nice balance. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm unfortunate, I'm fortunate enough to not have a, a nine to five to where it takes up all of my time. Um, I kind of have a job where I can be flexible. I can kind of work when I want. And I um, mean, I'm blessed for that. I'm very, very fortunate. Got it. Yeah, we're going to get into the videography for a minute because I know that is um, a critical part of who you are, too. But let's talk about your content. You know, how are you um, structuring that process? Do you let it free flow and kind of move with what's going on in pop culture? Or do you have like a content calendar planned out and ideas and a recording schedule? Yeah, you know, I'm so glad you asked that question because um, I'm kind of changing my content a little bit now. Um when um, when I first started, um, I was more so doing pop culture, uh, you know, anything that Beyonce was doing, anything that, um, that that was happening on Love and Hip Hop. You know, I talk about it because I like that. I'm, it's not something that I'm just doing just to do because it, it gets views um, because there are some people who do that. No shade. But um, <laughs> I do it because that's what I like. Um, but. I'm kind of changing my content now to kind of um, veer towards more, uh, I guess, helping people and reaching out. Just um, I did a video about doing your work. And though when I do those types of videos and I also have a video called Faith on Fleek, um, it's it's when I, I feel like I'm. I'm touching the world in a, in a, in a different light because um, the response that I get is so much greater than when I'm just making people laugh. Um, but as far as a schedule, uh, not really. I, I, I'm kind of, I'm such a, a free bird. So uh, schedules, I don't know if I'm really stick to it. And I probably should <laughs> because I, I know a schedule will help me be more consistent. That's the one thing that I feel like I'm kind of struggling with is just kind of uploading on a consistent basis. Um, but for right now, it's kind of, you know, something will just hit me. It might hit me today and I'll set up the camera. Um, but I, I, you know, I just bought a, um, <laughs> I just bought a, um, one of those whiteboards and I have it up on my wall and I've, I've been writing down some ideas and things. So, um, yeah. The whiteboard will change your life. Yeah, I, that whiteboard. I, <laughs> that whiteboard. And it's funny because, um, my fiance and I, we moved in February and he wanted a whiteboard for our bedroom. And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I have started whiteboarding a lot more because, you know, like no matter what it looks like, interior decor, like you, it really helps with the business. Yeah, um, it's something about so, seeing it, you know? Yep. Yeah, I think that's what's really helping me because um, I look at it every day. And um, I used to just kind of, you know, put ideas in my head or I'll write it down in my phone, but I don't really go into my notes, you know, in my phone. I don't see that every day, but I can see this board on my wall every day. Yep. Um, so, so speaking of whiteboarding and content now, you recently, especially with your Beyonce Lemonade video, um, started to get some press and buzz around that how are you managing that like and and you know you can't really predict what will go viral what do you do after something does like are there steps that you take to kind of have the content um go even further um you know no and maybe i I should change that maybe i should change that um i kind of just let the let the video and the content kind of kind of take its course once i up once i press that upload button I kind of, I kind of, kind of let it go. It's, it's its own baby now, but, um, it, it did get a lot of press. I was, um, people, uh, people.com, um, contacted me and they wanted me to come on their morning show and which I did. And we did a little interview and a little spot, which was really fun. Um, I got some people in my inbox talking about now they want to be my manager and do I have this and this representation, this, yeah. So, you know, it was, it kind of, it really kind of came all at once. It was a little bit overwhelming, but, I'm smart. Um, I do a lot of research and um, about about show business. And um, um, anybody who's who's listening out there, if you're if you're interested in 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 show uh, show business, you really need to learn about the business part. That's why it's called show business. And um, I sw- I really spend a lot of time learning about how people will come. And you know, once they once they see you're a hot commodity, they'll come and they'll contact you. But you have to be aware. Um, of your worth, and if people just kind of want to use you because they kind of see dollar signs when they when they uh, see you, and um, so um, I have to I have to take a take a precaution when it comes to that. So yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. And so let's talk a little bit about social media. Speaking of people hopping into the DMs, um, <laughs> <laughs> how has social media played a role in your you know building your brand, and how do you manage? Um, keeping your content um i guess what i'm trying to say is okay one what what role has social media played and then i'll get to the part two <laughs> okay um you mean as far as me creating content and, and things yeah like that? building your brand oh pfft, <laughs> the number one role um i'm so big on 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 social media um and and as far as building a brand i preach about this on snapchat all the time and i really feel like people are they're asleep you know, like, yes. they are so sleep. Social media, the internet, it is not going anywhere. It's it's brand new. If you really think about it, the internet really was maybe kind of came out and really was a thing maybe maybe 10, 11 years ago. Like it's it's a baby still. Um and and as far as um social media, that's that's still very brand new. Twitter is still kind of brand new, you know, Instagram brand new. So um, I mean, I mean, I'm interested to see where it goes, but as far as my content, uh, it's, it's at, it's at the, the head, it's the forefront of it. I really couldn't, you know, build anything that I'm, that I have now without, um, putting my content out there, it's, you know, and I really do believe that it's all about putting yourself out there. So, um, okay. yeah, you just gotta, gotta take that leap of faith. But, um, if you use social media the right way, it really can take you in a lot of places you never thought it would. 
Got it. And let's jump into a little bit of the technical nitty gritties because I know some people will listen to this who love your brand and also want to start vlogging. So, you know, see, I want to start a vlog tomorrow. What equipment should I use? Ooh. Um, I'm, I'm on the fence when it comes to this a little bit. I'm going to tell you why, because I don't think that you need to have the most expensive camera. You know, um, my camera that I've been working with is a Canon T3i. Um, it's a very old Canon cam, not very old, but it's pretty old. Um, and I think I bought that for about $800 years ago, (laughs) years, years ago. Um, and I still use it today. And I, I think people think I use this very, very high tech, crazy, like C, like the C100. You know, people don't even know what probably I'm talking about. But the C100 cameras or like the red, ca- you know, cameras, um, which are like thousands and thousands of dollars. And I don't, you know, um, I think that you can really just use your cell phone. There are people who have a huge following and they are creating content on their cell phones. I think, well, this isn't technical, but veering off from a little bit from technical, it's really about your storytelling and, and your personality and what yes. you're doing on that camera, you know. Um, and then once you build and build and build, then you can go over to the high tech. But I say whoever's that, whoever that person is who wants, who wants to start tomorrow, start with your phone. <laughs> Get in front of a Thank window. You. Start with your phone. Get in front of a window. I I, I filmed in front of a window for years. I I just got some. Um, I love the fact that you film in front of. What is that? Your front door? I'm always like, is that your front door? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, now I just started using the box light, and that's why I'm in front okay. of like. Yeah, it looks like I'm in front of a window. Yeah, that's my window. But okay. before, I just would use natural lighting in front of my glass window in my kitchen. Um, or in you know when I used to stay with my parents, it would be you know in my bedroom in front of a window. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's simple. Just use your phone. And as far as editing, you can edit on your phone if you have an iPhone, um, iMovie. And, but if you don't, there's, there's a free, I think Sony Vegas for PC is free. And if you have a Mac, um, iMovie is free on the Mac. So yeah. I love the fact that you say your iPhone because I think that's great. I, I, I love when people are just like, it's as simple as get started, girl, and stop worrying about having the fanciest equipment. I think we do that in all walks of life. For example, as bloggers, you know, we think, oh, we got to have this great website. We got to do this big launch. Mm -hmm. And no, it's the content. I will listen to you in your bathroom. (laughs) I will listen to you in your car if you have something to say that, you know, that interests me. Um, So thank you for breaking that down because I, I think it's a lot of us that get stopped and overwhelmed because we think we have to do X, Y, Z. And miss the whole point that it's about content. Um, So speaking of technical also, so I want to set up a YouTube channel tomorrow. Where do I start? Like, is is it as simple as just, you know, signing in with my Google account? Did you do anything else fancy to structure your page? Absolutely not. I have no graphic design skills whatsoever. Um, I'd pay. You want to start tomorrow? Okay. YouTube.com. Make your username, set up your little email account. Make sure you have a nice name. <laughs> I wouldn't say, you know, do uh, uh, Keisha12345. You know, um, <laughs> I would, you know, make sure you have a nice little catchy name um, so that people remember. And it's simple. Um, 
But as far as I think that's that's really the hardest part is kind of coming up with the name. Um, but after that, you're smooth selling. So if your little phone and and just kind of get your content. Um, I don't know. I guess kind of just just create something fresh and new. And I know that's hard because there's a lot out there. Everything's been redone. But um, just like for me, for example, what I do when I'm talking about pop culture is no different from whatever other people are doing. Everybody's talking about Beyonce Lemonade. You know what I mean? Everybody did that. There's millions of videos out there, but there's a way that I do it because there's only one me. There's a way that you can do it. You can blog about it or, you know, talk about it in your podcast because there's only one you, you know? So um, you just have to kind of find your style, you know, and um, that's what's going to really set you apart from the rest. And that's what, what people are going to feed into. And people are going to start following you because of that. Yes. And that, you actually, you know, took one of my questions. Because oh, sorry. I was going to ask you. <laughs> no, that's great. You you addressed, I was going to ask you, like, what are the key factors that helped you stand out in the crowded YouTube space? Obviously, your personality and the way you talk. And it's, you know, you're so funny and you're so real. You know, you talk like just like you talk to your friend. It's just me and you. <laughs> <laughs> but are there any is there anything else you can think of that helped you to stand out as you were getting started? Um, let's see. Yeah. Um, and I have to kind of kind of, uh, I guess, give my little my little theater teachers a little clap for that because um, they kind of helped me as far as my personality and, and, and um, how I, I guess, act because I'm an act. I am an actress. Um, mm-hmm. And uh and how I act, so how I act on camera is kind of uh, I have to applaud my uh, my theater background for that. Um, let's see what else sets me apart. I think the way I structure my videos, as far as the editing, and that now that kind of goes back to technical a little bit. Um, so I, and, and I try not to put so much onto that because you know I, people come to me all the time but I don't really know how to edit I don't like the way you chop it up and and you put the music behind it and then you you know this and that and this and that um but that that comes with time that comes with practice I didn't always edit like that you know um but I think those are the things that kind of uh, set me apart and and it's and um adding a little bit of comedy everybody likes to laugh you know um and um I don't I don't people like to call me a comedian I, a comedian I don't think I am um, I'm just, like you said, I'm just, I'm just real. A lot of times I'm just saying what other people are thinking and, um, and I'm just, you know, just putting it out there. It's, it's all about being real. Um, that's the great thing about YouTube. It's it's not a, uh, a, a major TV network to where you can't be yourself or say what you really want to say because it's always a big TV network and we don't want to get in trouble and sued and all that. Like it's YouTube and you can really kind of say whatever you want, you know, and you may get some bad comments, but that's on you. So. Um, yeah, that's how, yeah. Okay. And speaking of YouTube, what platform should I use? So back to the technical aspect. So you are posting, um, you know, natively on your YouTube channel. Is there merit to building out a YouTube channel first or should I go directly to Facebook where all the shares and the likes will happen? Uh, should I go directly to Instagram or Periscope? How did you decide? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I'm glad you asked that. Um, I have something very important to say. So, um, I started on YouTube first, um, because when I started YouTube, Facebook was just the place that college kids go, I think. And (laughs) it wasn't the big place where all your aunties are. So, uh, (laughs) it wasn't that yet. So, um, and Instagram, it wasn't even around. Um, so it was just YouTube. But now I've started, and then and then when Facebook was that place when all the where now all the aunties and grandmothers are, um, 
I started just putting my YouTube links. I created a, um, so let's go back. I created a Facebook fan page so that people can, I don't want people all on my personal because, you know, that's for my personal, but I created a, uh, a fan page. So go ahead and do that if you would, if you would like. I think that's a good idea. Facebook is a big, big, big market. So go ahead and create your fan page. And then I used to just put my YouTube links onto my Facebook fan page, but I was finding that people are lazy. Nikki. Yes, so, yes. um, <laughs> people don't want to click on links. You know, nowadays when you scroll on Facebook, a video, you, you see a video, it just starts automatically playing. So I kind of took that knowledge and I said, you know what, just, I want, the thing is, okay, you want your, um, let's see, you want your, uh, you want the views on your YouTube, um, page, but I said, okay, I'm willing to sacrifice my YouTube views in order to get a, um, um, I guess a wider to reach a wider audience and to reach a, a bigger, a, like, yeah, a broader audience. So what I did was I started to just upload my file, my, my video file directly to Facebook. So now it's a Facebook video. It's no longer a YouTube video. It's a Facebook video. And when I did that, that's when I really got a huge following. I have more followers on my Facebook than I do my YouTube. I think my Facebook fan page is like at about 50,000 likes. Um, now, um, and my YouTube subscriber list is about almost 26,000. So, um, and those 50,000 came very fast, um, because that spirit airlines video hit like yes. 3 million views in like a couple months. Um, that lemonade video is at a million now. Um, yeah, it's something about the, what the, what the Facebook interface and how they share video. It's just so simple, I guess. And everybody is over there, you know, um, so, so yeah, going back on technical, that's what I did. And, and then, then as far as Instagram, I'm kind of starting to put a little 30 second, 45 second clip of my video onto Instagram because the sharing there is very easy. You know, you just tag your friend and the more tags you get, more views. And it's, it's all about just reaching a wide range of people and make, excuse me, and making it easy because people are lazy. So, oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. And that's the number one thing. Like I told you by day, I work in social media and I always try to convey that people are lazy. We can't expect them to click for them to click from our one link. That is already <laughs> a big ask. Right. Yeah. What we need from them needs to be on that page that they click on because yeah. they're not clicking three more times. <laughs> All right. Um, so it's 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 really interesting. And, you know, poor YouTube, like Facebook has come in and um they're not playing games. like. <laughs> yeah. But the thing about it is, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but the thing about it is Facebook does not have a monetization system set up yet yes. like YouTube does. So that's why I'm, I'm still, I'm still team YouTube because <laughs> um, yeah, those, those checks yeah. are nice. But Facebook, um, well, I think once they do, once they figure out how to do it, and I think it's coming, it's coming. Um, but once they figure out how to do it and to where people can get paid for their content, I think it's going to be something big. So, yeah. Okay. And speaking of, oh, my, 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 how could I even forget this piece? Now, not to get all up in your coins no, and, no, your pockets no, no, no. and your business, <laughs> but I know the people at home listening want to know a little bit more about the monetization piece. Sure. So a lot of times when you're starting out and you're thinking of starting a YouTube channel and brand, it can be overwhelming. Cause you're like, am I really, what is it like, you know, how many 
cents per click, is that really going to add up to my rent money? Right. So can you talk about um, where you started, um, not in terms of numbers, but just in terms of um, sustaining your life, where you started, how you were able to grow and and where you are now in terms of is YouTube solely paying your bills and then your your videography work um, helps you to save or is it still a mixture of both? Um, well, YouTube does not, um, <laughs> not take that kind of, it doesn't satisfy my whole life, but <laughs> it, it does pay a, a gas bill or two. Um, <laughs> um, but let's see. Um, I, I, uh, as far as videography, that kind of, that's, that's my, my, I guess my meat and potatoes, as people would say. Um, it's, uh, I kind of, you know, between my, my three clients, um, well, you, and then YouTube, um, eh, it's, it's still a work in progress. Um, it, I didn't start off making money, so let's start there. And that's not what I, what I did it for. Um, so I don't want anybody out there listening to, um, think that, they're going to create this one video on your iPhone in front of your window and you're going to have millions of dollars because you talked about Beyonce. No, <laughs> that's not how it works. Um, but I do think if you stay consistent, um, the money will come. And as far as in, when I say money, there think, there's a thing called brand deals. So a lot of the, the, yeah, the makeup gurus, they get a lot of those, the brand deals from different um, um uh, I guess product companies and things like that who want them to review or or kind of try out their their product on their on their channel. Um, so that's as far as the hustle side. There are ways. There are other ways from just the the ads um, because the ads really don't really bring in a lot of money unless you're like PewDiePie with like 17 billion subscribers or something mm-hmm. like that, and you're doing like gaming, which I'm not a gamer, but um, I, I, there, as far as hustling on YouTube, you know, a lot of people, they do t-shirts, they do, they start doing merchandise, I should say. Merchandise is a really, really big thing. And once you create that following and people like you, (laughs) people will buy whatever you want them to. And I I don't like to, I, I have not really tapped into the whole merchandise thing myself because I, I don't know, I feel weird about it. And I don't know, I, I know I'm supposed to be hustling. I'm supposed to be, you know, entrepreneur. But I just feel weird, like, oh, buy my shirt. Like, and then I don't, I don't want to do shirts because everybody does shirts. I'm trying to think of a way to kind of make it different. I'm always trying to be different. So, um, but there are ways to hustle on YouTube. There's lots of ways to make money on the internet. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. If I see one more T-shirt about Felicia, (laughs) come on. Like, I don't even know where I'm supposed to wear these T-shirts. Like, there's only so many picnics. Anyway, I know. I digress. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. It's uh, it's it's great. I don't. Get, I don't get it. I don't even. Maybe because I work in corporate America. I'm just I like <laughs> I don't even mean to talk about people. But it's just like there's only so many t-shirts. There's only so many crop tops, hoodies. Like there's only so. Many. But not to knock the hustle because I do support my brothers and sisters, and I do believe in monetization and you know being able to offer your audience different things. So for your YouTube audience. Do you have you ever done a call out so you've captured some of the emails of people who are following you or um, are you able to see any of that in your channel? How does that work? Have I ever captured the the, the email? emails of people who watch your videos? Like, do you ever do you have a subscription uh, call to action and a newsletter at all? Oh, OK. Um, no, I don't have an email um, subscription newsletter 
thing because I feel like my my audience is young. On Facebook, they're a little bit older, but I don't I don't know. I'm not really in. I don't know. First of all, I don't know what I would put out on the email. You know, I'm not really <laughs> like a writer. I'm more visual. Um, but I guess I could put out my videos on the, through email. But but then again, that's what a subscription on YouTube is for. So. Um, but as, I mean, at the end of my videos, I think I have a subscribe button or a, a subscribe on my end card. Yeah. yeah. For, the, for the channel. Yeah. yeah. I was just wondering how, um, what other levels you interact with people who are your fans on for now. Like, so it's, it's primarily social and comments, you know, obviously the comments in the videos. Oh, I see. Interaction. Um, yeah, Snapchat has really been my main thing um, because it allows me to it allows uh, the audience to kind of see a different side of me <laughs> um, out off of um, uh, away from the, the regular YouTube setup in front of the, the lights and the camera and, you know, kind of being more presentational. Like when I'm on Snapchat, I'm, you know, in the kitchen or I'm, you know, just driving. I'm just, you know, spinning thoughts or I'm, you know, listening to music like everybody does on Snapchat. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's kind of, I think Snapchat is really, uh, it's, it's, it's okay. already a big thing, but I think it's going to be even bigger. Um, and it's your snaps for those listening at home. Yes. snaps on Snapchat. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about um, your videography work. Now we keep mentioning it. Now let's, like, tell us about the opportunity to work with Chrisette and Kiki Palmer. How how did that come about? And, and um, what's the ongoing business relationship? Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> take a wild guess. Uh, social media. <laughs> um, <laughs> social media has really been a big part of my life. But, um, yeah, Instagram. I met Chrisette on it, off of Instagram. She was uh, promoting one of her albums and doing a little contest for her fans that if they kind of promoted the the cover of the album, she was picking about six people um, to, to get this this pizza party and this prize. And I was one of the one of the uh, fans and I met her at the bowling alley and we just started talking. I was like, you know, I'm a, I'm a graduate of Florida A&M and I do videos and, you know, just, you know, just talking really. Um, and so I never said like, Hey, if you need work or anything like that, I'm not really that, that type of person. I mean, I don't know. I just, I, that's just not me. But, um, but, um, she did end up giving me her, her email at the end of the, uh, at the end of the party. And she told me to keep in touch with her. And so I went home and created, um, one of, I created a YouTube video about that day. And um, just kind of vlogging. I actually made it into a little rap, which I'm embarrassed. Yeah, to, I saw that. I'm embarrassed saw to kind that. of say that that's out there now. But I mean, it was just me being creative. Um, and so I sent it to her, and I was like, "Hey, you know, Chrisette, take a look at this. Like, I really enjoyed the party. Thank you so much. And you know, I just wanted you to, to just look at this because I really, really had a good time. So she I looked at it. She wrote me back, and she was like, "This is so cool. Like, do you want to be a videographer on my team?" And I was like, uh, yes, like when, where, like how, like, (laughs) so yeah, that's how I started. And I've been rocking, rocking with her for, uh, it just passed a year in April. So we've been rocking out for a year. Um, Kiki Palmer, uh, I think, well, let's see who came, Maya came next after, not Maya came next. And, um, I simply just asked her on Instagram, 
shocked. But I, I was seeing that she was in LA a lot. I'm from LA, and um, I just was like, hey, you know, if you if you need work, um, you know, I, I work with Percept Michelle. Sometimes you gotta kind of put that other name out there. You know, use your oh, yeah. you drop your names out there. You know, I work with such and such and such and such. And if you need work, I'm, I'm this and that. And at first, you know, my messages were kind of get you know fade to black. She wasn't really doing anything. But then she finally um, responded, and she was like, oh, are you in LA? And we started to DM and. You know, then I started to work with her and she's she's awesome. And Kiki Palmer, I asked her on Twitter. <laughs> Simply, you know, just asking again. I could think I got a little bit more confidence, you know, because at first, you know, I said I didn't want to ask her set, but I now I'm just starting to ask, you know, it's all about you know, you never know. Worst thing worst they can say is no. And um I just asked her, you know, hey, if you if you need work, I see you do these makeup videos. I see you're trying to build your content. You know, I can help with this. I, I would love to edit for this. And I, I originally was going to do it. I originally actually did her first video for free. And sometimes you have to do that. It's okay to do that, um, especially when you're new and nobody really knows you and they don't know your work. You know your work. But, you know, but everybody else doesn't. Everybody kind of people don't want to always put out their money all the time, you know, even though they have it. They don't want to put it out there. So you kind of have to put yourself out there first, prove yourself, and then they come back. And then she did. You know, I've done about three or four videos for her. So, yeah. Nice. So, you know, for for everyone listening, maybe this is why, you know, you were so gracious and so open when I reached out to you via Twitter, via direct message. And, you know, that doesn't always work. There's some people who um, are just like, oh, my gosh, like, don't come at me through the DM. Send me an email. Google is your friend. Find my email. <laughs> so. But I still, you know, I, when you can't immediately find an email, I will do the, the Twitter DM, okay? I am not above it, and I'm not above responding to someone. But there are people who are very anti that, so I appreciate, you know, your openness. And and, and I appreciate your, your boldness, too, to reach out to people who some people would think, you know, are above contacting. But actually, they're just humans just like us. Even if it's someone on their team, like, they will get the message. That said... There is there is a technique, you know, you can't just yeah. hit people like, hey, um, I want to work with you, something. So what is the DM secret? Like, so you finesse it and you come off as a professional when you're reaching out to someone ooh. through a very uh, informal method. Yeah. Oh, the DM secret. That sounds like a video. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. OK, cool. I like that. DM secret. Well, let's see. What did I say to Kiki? Um I just kind of introduced myself. Um, you know, hi, I'm, I'm C.C. C. I'm, I'm based in Los Angeles. You know, you always want to, you know, say where you, say your name, where you're based, because you may be in Milwaukee and this person is in L.A. So maybe that's that might not work, you know. So, um, yeah, where you're from, you know, I I'm this. I'm a videographer. I've worked with such and such and such and such. I see that, you know, and I, I you know, the thing that I like to do, and I think this kind of works, too, is when you kind of have done a little bit of research on that person I see that you have a website and you're creating content I would love to help with that you know I would you know right. kind of it's off, it's about offering your service and not looking for anything in return not you know don't put your price list out there and I you know even I would even put hey I'll do this for free for you I just want to work I just want to you know it's it's all about offering your services to people and not looking for anything in return and I think that's what really gets me those those responses um, people can kind of read when you're 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 not genuine or you're just looking for right. money 
or, you know, whatever. Or trying to use them, yeah. like, you know, and you don't have anything else to offer. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you have a couple of links, you know, hey, check out, you know, and, and put some links down there so people can see that you, you know, right. you have some work. And yeah, it's, it's very simple, very simple. And you're not a weirdo. Yeah, I actually just, as you were speaking, went and looked up the message I sent to you. And yeah, I introduced myself immediately, first and last name, so you could Google and know I'm not, a, you know, crazy. <laughs> I, I dropped my... <laughs> I dropped my website link and then explained what I wanted to do. And, and, um, you know, again, just glad you were open to it because I recognize that social media can be impersonal, but at the same time, it's not We're we're, we're living in a changing world. It is a means of communication. Yeah. Um, so as long as you're coming at it with respect, it can happen. So if you're listening, offer to help. Don't look for anything in return. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Don't be on some sketchy stuff. Be just as professional as you would be in an email. Right, right. I do get some sketchy messages, but but they're just from <laughs> from just fans. So, um, okay. yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, when did you really feel like I can do this? I can make this idea into a brand and business. Is that how you feel? I do. I do feel like that. Um, and uh, a lot of people, um, I think, uh, I think that I, that didn't really happen for me until I want to say until that spirit video, um, uh, because not that not that it 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 went viral or anything. I guess just because um, maybe it does have a little bit to do with the viral impact, but <laughs> I just. I don't know. I, I guess because I'm impacting so many people and I was getting so I think it was the response, I would say, um, because I was getting so many messages and it was on blogs and everywhere. And I was like, I can really, really turn this into something. And um, I think that's when it started, too. And, and I love when I get when I as far as my brand. Well, I, you know, and I'll even say, you know, I'll take it back. I'll, I'll say I did a video. um about it's called the, it's called the diamond girl and I did that ooh, years ago but I, I'm talking about it's kind of a message to girls and I'm just talking about being that one girl that's kind of different from the pack there's so many images um of women out there on Instagram about these these Instagram models and you know fake this and fake that and all made up and just just fake and everybody you know and guys are gonna like that you know because they're men but in the video, I'm just talking about being that one girl that kind of stands out from the rest. Um, and, um, and that, and that called that the diamond girl. And I've got so many messages, um, um, from girls, um, as, uh, because of that video. And I think that that's what really kind of changed my mind about, uh, I guess not just making this, not just, uh, treating this as a hobby and kind of really turning it into a brand to actually help girls and that's kind of my goal as far as uh, my brand and my channel is to kind of create um turn my content into some I don't know and, and into content that can help people it's okay to make people laugh and I'm always going to do that but those aren't I don't call I, I don't call those timeless videos my videos like that one my my uh, do your work video and my faith on fleek I call those timeless videos because you can always go back and and get and get inspired um and so that's when I kind of felt like I think I can turn this into a brand and kind of help kind of be on my Oprah type, <laughs> on my Oprah type stuff. I, I'm kind of kind of following in her footsteps when it comes to creating content now. And what shifts did you take once you realized that 
you know, hey, I want to make this into a true branding business. What what shift did you notice in yourself or what steps did you start taking that were different from before? Oh, yes. I started to make sure my content looked the same. Um, it was consistent as far as um, uh, lighting. I always have, if you, if you see all my videos, I always end with that end card. It's my face with the green background and and, and my, my, my social media at the bottom, um, just making sure everything is polished and kind of just not just throwing stuff up there just to throw it up there, you know, um, because um, when people come to look at you, that's a representation of, of whatever you're putting out there. And I want people to see that I'm serious and, and it looks nice, you know, first impressions are everything. And um, I think that's 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 when I uh, started to make that shift. I started to I bought some box lights and I wanted my lighting to be right. I want my camera to be this and that and just taking things more seriously and kind of treating it more as as a business um, as opposed to a, a hobby. Just taking it more seriously. That's all. OK, so, you know, now that you've you've been in the game learning growing for a while now far far longer than many and you've learned some things you've adjusted what would you say are some of the things you wish you knew before creating your brand it's mm. a good question i wish that i well one thing i wish i would have known um is we talked about it before, is uh, the fact that Facebook is um, uploading my files directly to Facebook as opposed to putting my links just on Facebook because um, I can reach a lot more people that way. Um, hmm. What would you say has been the most challenging thing that you experienced? Most challenging for me is coming up with ideas, coming up with new, uh, new things to talk about. Um, and kind of standing out from the rest. I think um, that's, I spend the most time trying to just kind of be different or, or bring something else to the table. Um, and, and my consistency, that's kind of the one thing that I, I uh, kind of struggle with is, is kind of uploading on a consistent basis. I think I'd be a lot further. I know people think that I'm pretty up there now, but <laughs> I'm really not. And I know I, in my, I know in my heart I could be a lot further if I uh, just was consistent when it comes to content, it's really about consistency. People will forget you like that. And um, if you're not consistent with it and um, when it comes to YouTube, I, I, I really think one video a week is not even enough for YouTube. If you're not really uploading, uh, I'd say at least two or three times a week, um, that could be that could it can make it makes all it can make all the difference. Um, so, yeah, that's been a challenging right, so thing for me. So how are you working through that challenge? Are you, um, are there any productivity tools that you are started using? Um, well, the whiteboard that we talked about earlier. Yeah, I can see my ideas. And um, what else? I've been thinking about just creating a schedule. But um, I just don't know if I can commit. I hate to put myself <laughs> out there and say, hey, I'm going to be here every Tuesday at 9 p.m. every Tuesday. And I would just feel like a total failure if a Tuesday comes and it's 9.01 and I have nothing up. So, um, yeah, I, but I, I think the whiteboard is definitely helping. I think that's the one thing that's kind of writing down my ideas and, and allowing myself to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what about your greatest accomplishments? What, has, what have been your greatest accomplishments thus far? 
Um, well, the big things, of course, people, people.com, people magazine reaching out to me. Um, of course, um, let's see. I've had a couple of celebrities see my videos before. I sent it to them, but they saw it. Uh, I had like Marlon Wayans saw my video and being on various blogs and just, uh, you know, different, opp- different opportunities, you know, people, different agencies and things contacting me. But I, those things, they're great. I love all of that. But those don't really, I guess, touch me. The things that I consider uh, successful to me or, or an accomplishment um, is when I can get those, is when I get those messages in my DMs or, or, or the Snapchat messages that say, I saw your video and I was feeling so down, but you, you know, uplifted me. Or you made me laugh or, you know, I've been really sick or I've been dealing with this and seeing your video changed my life. And I like to get those emails. And that's when I really, really feel like I have really, really um, been successful in my in my creativity. Would you say that's also what keeps you motivated, like to keep on working when there's so much competition and there's well, actually, let me scratch that because I don't believe in the competition myth. But what keeps you motivated when you're tired, when you're busy? Yeah, definitely. Um, those messages, those people. Um, I've I've gotten messages from young, uh, young girls and boys as 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 uh, young as about ten, eleven years old, and I'm well over that. So, um, and it's it's so amazing that I have, I guess that that wide range of, of a fan base. Some people they just have kids. Some people they just have like maybe the twenties, thirties, but I have like supporters who go all the way up to maybe about 60 70 years old and as young as like 10 um but they definitely they reach out to me and they they and I impact you know and I'm able to impact that wide range of people that definitely keeps me motivated and just for myself um I'm motivated because I want more you know I have not really yet reached anywhere near where I really 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 want to be and what I really 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 want to do and that keeps me motivated to just keep going I don't look at like you said there's no competition um it's really I'm only in competition with myself I know it's very cliche to say but it's very true um and uh yeah that's what keeps me motivated and keeps me going because I want more and um and I'm gonna get there just takes consistency Yeah. And no, it's not cliche at all. Like I wrote a post about this recently and that at the end of the day, um, you know, no one can be you. So if you would just be yourself, if you would just do your work, as your video (laughs) explains, if you would just do your work, you're going to win because nobody else could be C.C. No one else could be Nikayla. Literally no one else. (laughs) So if you would just do your work. Your your prize is waiting for you. Yeah. Um, so I just have two last questions that yeah. I wanted to ask. Number one is, what's next for C? Man, more videos, more content. That's what's next. I um I have a goal. Um, at the end of the year, I'm about at. Uh, it's not always about numbers, but it's good to set little goals. At the end of the year, I would like to have about fifty thousand subscribers on YouTube. I'm I'm, I'm at about twenty six right now. Um, but that's my goal. And um, I just want to keep growing. I want to really, really, really keep growing. That's my short term. My long term, what's next for me is um, I want to go on a C.C. tour. And I want to meet all these people that have been sending me these messages and and um, and reaching out to me because I want 
to like see them. I mean, I see their messages, but I want to actually, you know, see them, hug them and interact with them in person. And my tour, I really wanted to be, uh, I guess how I, it's kind of like you watching a video, but just live. Um, and I, I, there's a way I want to just set it up and do it. And yeah, cause I have a theater background, so it's going to be very theatrical, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 the long term goal. I really want to go on my own tour. For that, I will definitely come and bring all my friends. (laughs) So keep me posted on that. So, are you hoping to do anything formally in acting? Any like movies or auditioning? Um, Is that part of the plan as well? Yes, yes, definitely. Um, That's that's what I use. Uh, It's the other side of what's maybe that's like that's the other side of what I use. YouTube and, and, and Facebook and, and my video content for um, is to kind of reach some producer, some director, some casting director one day and they see my stuff and then they want me to come in. That's that's kind of the, the dream in my head. Um, yep. Yeah, I think that's that's I mean, that's the way to do it nowadays when you're a, uh, a, a creator, uh, whether that be music, dance, um writing um video acting whatever you have nowadays um you need to use that social media like there's no reason there's no reason why you know you're not and the times have changed you don't have to uh take your demo tape and 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 stand outside for 16 hours of a record company to you know have somebody listen to your record you don't have to do that there's soundcloud you know there's uh, there's YouTube. There's so many different outlets. Um, so that's what I use it for. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's why everything is is how it is. Because I'm yeah. I want somebody to uh, to see. It's so smart. It's so smart. And I think it's only a matter of time. Like, look how you know people came across you. I came across you, and I kind of feel like it's weird too. If you go in there, if you meet someone who's trying to be any type of creative, and they don't have a space on the internet to call their own, it's kind of like, well, what do you do? Right. What are you doing? Are you serious? <laughs> You're not serious at all, actually. You can't be serious. <laughs> um, so finally, what advice do you have for women side hustlers who dream of one day, you know, working for themselves, creating their own brand, but don't know where to start? Hmm. Well, keep your keep your day job until until the side hustle takes care of everything to where you can quit that. Um, that's kind of a. Uh, that's kind of something that I've I've not done really because uh, I'm not I'm not a traditional person like that. But that 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 would be my first bit of advice because um you can't really do your dream if you don't have any lights. So um, do that. But um, as far as building the brand, um, use social media. Um, and I'd say you know and and do research. Um, there's lots of people who are, who have already done it. I'm a big fan of. Um, a big fan of a man uh, named Gary Vaynerchuk. I was just watching. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of his. I watch his videos like every day. He says the same stuff, but I watch all his keynotes. And um, he's really, 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 really helped me. Um, so definitely do your research because there are plenty of people who have done it before you and you can learn from them. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my main advice. Boom. So there you have it. Just do your work, y'all. 
I really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I love talking to C. I think she's so down to earth and she gave us a really great inside look at the making of a YouTube brand for anyone who's ever been curious. I know I've been. So if you want to stay in touch with her and see what's next, follow her on YouTube at C.CTV or on Facebook at The Sea Hive. And with that, I will see you guys next week. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Side Hustle Pro. If you like the show, do me a favor and subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And if you want to hear more from me, you can find me online at sidehustlepro.co and on social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Side Hustle Pro. Talk to you next week.